Yanmar trying to get it towards the empty net. He dives. He scores. Hat trick. Game seven. Yanmar. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. And he comes, fakes. He scores. Mark Stone, shorthanded goal. Took the goal off its pegs, lost his stick, but more room to pump his fist. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Hour number two, VGK Insider Show. Ryan Wallace uh, on assignment today. Hopefully he'll be back uh, in the studio tomorrow. Darren Millard, Chris Chapman uh, with you today as we uh, slide over and make some room for Gary Lawless, VGK Insider, on the VGK Insider Show. I still haven't solved that uh, copyright issue. Uh, but uh, Lawman is also the uh, analyst on the uh, VGK Games on Lotus Broadcasting and Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, hearing Dan Duva's calls like that get uh, get you the old chilies, hair standing up in your arms? Yeah, it does, actually. Uh, you know, when you have NHL Network on or Sirius uh, 91 in the car or, or or Lotus in the car and you hear uh, goals called by, uh, by Dave or by Dan, uh, it kind of makes you start to think uh, we're getting close and... Um, I've really come to enjoy being a part of uh, of the radio broadcast and calling the games, and uh, I, I really miss it. It's kind of the thing that uh, going on television with you and calling those games are uh, they're the things I like to do best. And you know, summer is fun to recharge, but you're not the juice isn't there, right? So uh, I'm ready for the juice. Hey, uh, curious, what's the hardest thing? that you had to get used to in being a radio analyst in with all your other duties and the writing and the, the lawless order on TV and et cetera. Yeah, on radio, uh, it's different than TV where you can let the pictures do some of the talking for you. Radio, the play by play, I have to talk all the time. So when you're in a, an opening for the color guy, it's not long and you got to be concise. You got to be quick to the point. Um, you know, there's an expression amongst writers: uh, "It took you too long to clear your throat." But you better if you if, it, if you if you take time clearing your throat, you never get anything out because the, the play-by-play guy will just start talking again, and you and you missed your opportunity. So a- fast and concise. Uh, was something that it took me a while to get used to. Uh, there's a couple of announcers that I've uh, worked with uh, over the course of the years, play-by-play people, and they'll give you the old Heisman, some kind of signal, like zip it. Uh, does Duva do that to you? What's what's your he signal to me. zip it? He hits me. He, really? Yeah, he'll, like, he'll take the back of his hand and whack me. Can I use that on Lawless and Order? <laughs> Dan doesn't actually hit me. No. But uh, he uh <laughs> teasing. Uh, he lets me know it's time to be time to we have we have what we call nonverbal cues, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he'll uh, he'll go, we'll go with his hands like speed up, get going, or um, you know take the take his hand like a chop, you know like that's it, you're done, and uh, and I, and it, like seriously, when you get the speed up, you have to speed up. When you get the chop, that means you're done, and I. It t- took me a while. I just stopped talking now, even if you're mid-thought. And, and, he, and he'll say, 
and you know, he'll be like, we'll finish that thought in a minute. And when we get another chance, we will. Uh, the cool part about uh, TV is I don't have to do any of that because we have a producer that is in our ear telling us to be quiet. But every now and then, you come flying down from the press box, and it's a mad scramble to get you buckled in and plugged in and get everything set up. And then we go on the air, and there's been a couple of times where you haven't been actually plugged in and haven't been able to hear the producer properly, and you just keep on talking. And you think it's the greatest segment of all time, and I'm getting yelled at the whole time. And yeah. I don't like, is there something that I can do? Will you give me the green light to just cut you off? Or do I just let you go and have you walk off the set and go, that was a great well, segment. Okay, we so seem to have a lot of time you got, there. You got one thing wrong right off the top. All right. It's not that I haven't been plugged in. It's that they have been pushing the wrong button in the truck. Okay. There's that it's, too. So it's on them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if <laughs> like, yeah, you've got an internal clock. Like you say, I've kept going on and on. Like the most that you've ever gone long is by 30 seconds. Like, you know, figure it out. Three minutes have been played in the third period. <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, what's your, uh, what's the biggest story uh, surrounding VGK training camp as we look ahead? Uh, I would say center ice. Yeah. I think, you know, the the addition of um, Brett Howden and Nolan Patrick uh, and the arrival of Peyton Krebs, uh, you know, I, do, do William Carlson, Chandler Stevenson, and Nick Waugh have, have jobs at center ice? Maybe. Uh, where? Not sure. You know, I, 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 I do think of that they're... Listen, I, I'm of the opinion that if you, if you go, come back with the same top six that looks exactly the way it did last year, uh, you know, you're still going to win the Pacific Division. But that's not what this team wants to do. And so I think the season might start with the top six the way it was, but there's got to be hope and belief in management that one some of these some of these guys they brought in are going to push for work, you know. And if all of a sudden, Nolan Patrick starts to look like the player that was drafted second overall a couple of years ago, like that's twenty one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, we, we we want everything so fast. And Kelly McCrimmon has a whole bunch of expressions. One of them is everybody runs their own race. And I happen to think that Noel Patrick is being done, and he's running his race. He's going to be at a real, real high rate, and there yet for for whatever reasons. And um, I just watched him play in junior, and obviously Kelly McCrimmon and Bobby Lowe's and that part of the staff watched him a lot more than me. Kelly coached him. For them to make that trade. There must be something in this player that they they really see, and I, I wonder how fast it'll take him to untap that. And I think Peyton Krebs is uh, a real real special player that could could pop through and and become a top six guy faster than you faster than you uh, would expect. 
VGK Insider Gary Lawless with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, uh, chatting with Darren Lark, Chris Chapman also in the studio. Uh, let's let's walk further down this Nolan Patrick path. Can you tell everybody what type of player they're going to see? Is he a shooter? Is he a passer? Is he does he have a power game? Uh, and I'm throwing out all these terms, but I I want to know from you uh, what type of player we're going to see. Yeah, well, he's a big guy, and he can skate, and he can shoot, and he can pass. The hockey sense is his number one tool. And which, you know, I mean, like, you have a player like that, to me, it just begs Mark Stone at some point in time. Let's see if these guys can be telekinetic. And if they can, look out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, he's got, he, he, he's big, he can, he's got great hands and tight. He will. He'll be. He could be really good uh, on the power play in that bumper spot in front of the net. He's got lots of skill in that regard. Uh, he's a complete player, and I believe a top six centerman. And you know the New Jersey Devils, sorry, the Philadelphia Flyers. They believe he's. A, they believe he believed he was a franchise center when they took him second overall. That was Ron Hextall. Ron got fired, and uh, and Chuck Fletcher saw things differently. So. He, you know, he made that trade, but I bet you if you had asked Kelly McCrimmon on the day of the draft who he would have taken first overall, he would have he, he would have taken Nolan Patrick. That was the Chicago draft, right? That is the Chicago draft. Yeah, yeah, same draft as uh, as Cody Glass. Yeah, Cody that, Glass went six. That was that weird draft where the players all put the hats on, like the, the all the first round kids were in the back room. Uh, and, and they put their hats on. Like it was, it was the one draft that they did differently than any of the other ones. They had the experiment. That's that's how I remember things with oddities uh, that have that have occurred. And, and what I remember about uh, about last year was that the power play again was that Achilles heel. You, like you brought up Peyton Krebs, uh, Nolan Patrick, uh, Jenny Dadnov. Uh, we're still, by the way, on the fence on trying to figure out how to exactly say that name. Uh, Denonov uh, was one. How did you say it the other day? Dadnov. Dadnov. Uh, so there's there's three players right there that, without a lot of uh, just moving pieces around, that could help that power play. Sure, I think Petrangelo full season here. Right, going to be going to be a different player. Shea Theodore had an injury last year that uh, I don't think he ever. Fully, uh, he may have physically recovered from, but his game didn't recover from it. Uh, he wasn't the same uh, same player uh, later, late in the season as he was early in the season. And I'm really interested to see uh, what happens to Dylan Coughlin. Uh, I think Dylan Coughlin is um, he's a great skater. He's a great passer. He's got a bomb, and he has, he is hungry. He wants to push for work. I think that they're going to have trouble having enough pucks on the power play. Like, I think the Donoff is going to be excellent for them in that regard. I I, I look at him. So, you know, the numbers guys will tell you his numbers were terrible last year. Well, they said the same thing about Alec Martinez in his last year with the the LA Kings. Couldn't believe that they spent two second-round picks on him. Well, you put a player like that in a lineup with a bunch of other good players, and I, I think he's going to. I think he's going to rebound. I think he's going to score twenty-five goals. Uh, 
and be really dangerous on the power play. BGK Insider Gary Lawless uh, with us. One week from today is Fan Fest over at the D. Um, before we get into that, uh, what do you do like with the final week before you have to buckle down and get at it? Is there is there a last minute summer vacation thing that you try and squeeze in? Play a couple of rounds of golf? Do you head over to California for the weekend? What do you do? I went. To, we went to California last weekend. Oh, you already done. I'm at uh, I'm at City National Arena right now. Um, my daughter has a uh, uh, has a controlled scrimmage. Uh, she plays for the VGK 12U team, mm-hmm. girls team, and she's having a scrimmage against uh, the VGK junior the jo- junior Golden Knights boys 10U team. Oh. I'm actually, uh, so I get to go on the bench tonight. I get to uh, myself and uh, and uh, uh, equipment manager. Uh, J.W. Aitken, his daughters play as well. So we're the guys opening the opening the gate. We're not allowed to open our mouths. The coaches are uh, <laughs> will not. Uh, you know, we won't be able to say anything to the kids uh, as much as we'd like to when they come off the ice. That'll be for the coaches to do. But we get to open the door. You're telling me you're not going to say anything. I will be a cheerleader. But uh, you know, if a kid plays a two-on-one wrong, I'll let the coach explain that. Uh, that the D takes takes the takes away the pass and leaves the shot no. to the goalie. No, if they if they play a two on one wrong, this is what you say to them: come off <laughs> and you say, Lauren, don't worry about it. The goalie should have had it. That's all you say. The goalie should have had it, and and then you're 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 off and you're running. So you, you you get that scrimmage through, and next week we're at the D. It's Fan Fest, and we have our rematch because you uh, beat the tar out of me a couple of years ago. Uh, Shane Knighty, I ran into him today at the office, and he said, "What's the rematch? It's our first Fan Fest since you threw me out of the uh, bouncy castle." And Shane is of the belief that there needs to be something that occurs next Thursday over at the D. I'm going to give you the option to come up with something. I will get Shane wants us to have a race. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I won. I know I'm you the did. Champion. I'm the champion. Who have you jousted with between now and the last match? Like, like officially? Yeah. Uh nobody. Nobody. So I've been, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm so you, training. You, you don't lose a fight and then just like like step back in the step back in the ring with the champion. You got to go back. You're, like you're ranked like fifth in the world right now. You got to fight the, the number four guy, the number three guy, and the number two guy, and earn that spot to get back in the ring. You, you, here's what we'll do: you can fight Chapman or Wallace next Thursday, and I'll take on the winner next year. No, the the people the people want to see us fight I'm, because listen, here's the thing with, out with us: I don't give the people what they want yet. Like, the, come on. The good thing about us is, like, people want one of us. They actually want us to to both lose. So they're really in a in a good standing. They 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 can't come out on the bad end of it because they want me to get beat up and they want you to fall down. So yeah, this is a good I, I opportunity. I don't think that I don't think that jousting meets the COVID protocol at this point. Really? No. Come on, we can get an exception somehow. I know people. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. You get a hold of Gary Bettman between now and then, 
and you get clearance okay. from the commissioner for you and I to joust, and I'll consider it. But I'll be honest, I, I don't think that, like, why? what makes you think you've earned a shot at the title? Well, because I'm a loudmouth, and I tell everybody. Yeah, so, 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 listen, Chapman, can Chapman speak up? Yeah, yeah. Chris, you there? Yeah, I'm here, Gary. So you and Millard next next Thursday. No, I I, I I can't. I have to run the board. Yeah, he can't make it. Okay, so Wallace isn't here, so he can't speak for himself. So let's make that match right now. Ooh. All right, Millard and Wallace. Oh, wow. I think the fans want to see that a little bit more. Millard and Wallace, winner, that's Lawless. I'm kicking him right in the homestead. That's what I'm going to do right off the bat. I'm going to boot him right in the homestead. And, uh, and, and, and and take him up. Uh, one more thing before I let you go, because I know you got to go on the bench. Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm, it doesn't start till uh, till six ten. I'm. Uh, what are you there so early I'm, for? I'm relaxing. Why are you there so early? Uh, I had to drop her off for a stretch. Oh my goodness! That that's okay, so the issue is, I have I gotta, with athletes. I got to be honest with you. This is cool. When you and I played, like mm-hmm. you got a schedule at the start of the year. Like on a on a mimeographed piece of paper, not even not even what does that mean? Mimeographed, and uh, and that was your schedule, yeah, your practices yeah. and your games. They have an app now. It's called uh, Team Snap. It's awesome, and and everything gets updated. And if a kid can't come, they put it on that, and the, you know the coach goes and finds a kid from a, a lower age group or whatever needs to happen. This morning. Uh, at like seven o'clock, the coach put out a, a message. My scouts take over. You like, we appreciate you being in the league because you you give us an, an even number of teams, and we like your twenty dollars. We we appreciate that. But you auto picked basically your entire team. That's so late. The best part about fantasy sports is the draft, and you like mailed it in through that. The only reason I'm in this thing. Is because I'm a leader, and I had to I had to act like I was invested in this. <laughs> I, like, who wants to be in a fantasy football? Honestly, come on, you're a football guy too. I am, but real football. Huh. Um, the guys in the morning, the two maroons, wanted to know if you were ever in a CFL fantasy league, and I don't know whether you were. I know they had one for a couple of years. Were you ever in that? No. Uh, they also brought up the fact that there was a sandwich named after you yes. in Winnipeg. Is that true? Of course. Where is it? Like, where was Myers it? Myers Delicatessen. Myers. On, uh, on Grant Avenue in Winnipeg. Yeah? There's actually a picture of me and my daughter with the sandwich on the wall in the restaurant. So Ed Graney went to Myers and I asked him what was the sandwich and he said he he didn't have it. He he couldn't remember cuz he just had a turkey sandwich. What's the Gary Lawless sandwich look like? It's not the Gary Lawless. It's the Hustler Lawless. It's named after my radio show. Oh, so you, you it's it's not just your sandwich. No. Okay. Well, is that is that an ego thing? You have to have your own sandwich? Yeah, totally. No, well, the sandwich was named after me and my partner. Once again, I'm a team guy. What uh, not, What was not, the... Not, a, not an individualist <laughs> like some people. Like, like me. Like, I want my own sandwich. I want some, some bacon and egg uh, on my you sandwich. You have your own sandwich. It's your hair. <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty good, too. 
Like it's 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 not bad. I, I gotta be honest with you. I, I I don't envy much about you. I'll give you that. Yeah, I got good hair. <laughs> good hair. I, I, great wife and great kid. <laughs> what? After that, we're we're running out of we're running out of track. What's uh what's the uh what's the hustler and lawless sandwich? It's half turkey, half pastrami. Mm. On uh, that classic Winnipeg rye bread. And uh, I think it has uh, hot mustard and, a, and just a dab of mayo. Ooh. How much cheese on the Gary Lala sandwich? All the cheeses on the Millard sandwich. <laughs> I set you up for that. We're in mid-season form. Uh, go enjoy the game tonight. And remember, when the kids come off, blame the goalie. That's all you got to do. And 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 they'll forget about it by the time the game's anyone. over. Yeah, I, I, you gotta blame I'm, I'm somebody. I'm gonna encourage them. They're eleven. Oh, that's when you really gotta crank up the intensity. You might be able to blame the other defensemen. Uh, if, I gotta uh, be honest. I, I, I went to one parents' meeting. Yeah, and that was that's enough, that was, right? That's, that's enough for me. Yeah, I, it's like I, I want my daughter to have a great fun year. I want her to learn. Uh, I hope they win some games, uh, but you know that's not. This is about this is about learning a game, enjoying it, and getting some exercise. Yeah, and 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 winning. They're eleven and winning, and and winning by like eight goals too. Don't yeah. don't forget that part too. Okay. <laughs> Be good, my friend. Uh, and getting a scholarship. They, yes, they, they may hand out a scholar. They may hand out scholarships tonight after the first period. That would be good. gold medal. Scholarships and winning by eight. Full rides all around. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Go pursue it. Uh, Be well, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, You're uh, you're a real champion for jumping in with us. My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks very much. Have a great night. Be good. There's Gary Lawless. This is maybe the nicest conversation I've ever had with Gary, like on or off the air. Yeah, he uh, he he uh, he he threw some shots though. He threw some haymakers, but he wasn't like. Normally, we get right into it. Yeah, yeah. There, there was, well, I mean, he hasn't been on the show for a long time, and you said the other night he was kind of begging to come on. So he was. He had to. He had to be nice to you at first, and eventually warmed up to 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 throw in the haymakers. And he did beg to come on. I, I made I, him wait three days. I I was not privy to that conversation, so I cannot confirm nor deny. I'll show you the text. Oh, I don't want. I don't need to see that. So what what goes on the Dare Millard sandwich? Oh. Some bacon, some crispy bacon. Yeah. So a fried egg. Oh. Little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, like lettuce, just just a touch. Yeah. Like not we're not, not, not too much yeah. because it gets a little wilty. Uh, yeah, you don't want uh, that in there. But just to give it a little bit of uh, crunch uh, to it, and it's got to be toasted. Now, Gary mentioned Winnipeg rye bread. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that. I. I like rye bread. Like I like Russian rye. I like Jewish rye. So I'm I'm curious as to what Winnipeg rye bread is like know. because is it is it like well you don't know I no. guess we got to ask them because is it I want to know if it's marble. I, I I like rye bread a lot. You know what's a popular the most popular rye bread that I've ever heard of is Finnish rye bread. I've never had that. when I when I would do the National Hockey League draft, we would have uh, the the players in, and we would get fifteen twenty minutes with them to shoot the breeze a couple of weeks before the draft. And there was the the year of the Pugliarvi Line, uh, the, the all the Finns. Oh, please tell me, through. please and tell they, me, Patrick Line was eating Finnish rye no, while they, he was they, laying in his bed doing the interview with you. We we all talked. No, no, not that one. <laughs> uh, but we all talked about what you would miss. You have your standard questions. Hey, what are you going to miss when you come over and play in North America? 
all the Finnish players over the four years that I did the draft would talk about Finnish rye bread. Wow. To the point where, like, we got to get a hold of it. We never did. But we got to get a hold of this this Finnish rye bread. I don't even know where to find Finnish food mm-hmm. anywhere around here. And Maybe somewhere in New York. One, like, you, you know food. Yeah. Yeah. I like food. Find I, a place. Find Finnish rye bread. I'm going okay? to start Googling and seeing if we can get some shipped in from somewhere. When you're done getting, when you get that 750 bucks back, 705, after, yeah. After Sam and Ash <laughs> yes. set you up today, like how cool was that? That's cool, yeah, yeah. Like they basically walked you through it and they told you exactly what you need to do because it's yeah. a new case. It's a new charge, yeah. I'm surprised my bank didn't tell me that. Oh come on! It seemed like they were on my side. Come on, I, I have a good bank. Yeah, they phoned me. They yeah personally. Yeah, I was me in the here. They they physically called you the other day. But outside of that. I don't trust any of them. <laughs> my dad them. was a banker. I should know, too. Really? Yeah. My, oh. He worked on Wall Street. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. When we continue, we'll have more stories from Chris Chapman. Catching up with Chapman, I want to know a little bit about that uh, Wall Street stuff, because that's kind of cool. But up next, it's one-timers. News notes from the National Hockey League. We have uh, induction news to tell you about and a retirement on Fox Sports Las Vegas. On to the near wing. Big shot, he scores! It's time for one-timers. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day. And it's a tie hockey game. On the VGK Insider Show. Some actual hockey news coming up in just a second, but uh, how about this one from the IOC today? They banned North Korea from the Beijing Winter Olympics. You can't come. Stay away. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know if I agree with it. With their reasoning, anyway. Well, because Korea, North Korea, didn't go to Tokyo. They were afraid of the uh, the virus. That was the reasoning given. They didn't want to bring any of the virus back to North Korea. Yeah. Uh, IOC and the Tokyo organizers said, "Don't worry, you you get in, you're going to be safe. We'll send you back without being infected with the virus." And North Korea didn't want to take that chance. I, I I think they are on the side of caution. I don't think they should be punished for that. You know that there's more political stuff. Than, oh, absolutely. Than just that. Yeah, it's it's very political. It's it's almost as bad as a Brazilian FA. You saw that story, right? Yeah, load of crap. Yeah, but banning a country, like, yeah. you can't come. Like, I, I, Russia cheated. Yes, cheated. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they're still allowed to compete as the Russian Federation. Well, you know the the, the worst part about watching the Olympics this year when I whenever I saw ROC. I lived, Olympic Committee, yeah. I lived in Taiwan. The official name of Taiwan is Republic of China or mm-hmm. ROC. The other China is People's Republic of China, PRC. So I kept seeing ROC, and it would take me a minute to realize it's not Taiwan. It's the cheating athletes from Russia. I bring up the, the ban on North Korea, though, as a way to get to the Russian thing. Like they out and out cheated. And then eventually caught to the cheating, and they're still allowed to compete, but not under the Russian Federation. And North Korea just doesn't go. Maybe it wasn't, I mean, the reasoning you'd think would be okay. They didn't want to dabble in the virus and, and potentially expose their citizens. It was kind of weak, but they didn't cheat. Ah, that's... IOC works in weird ways. Yeah, it's it's like you said. It, it's probably a little more political than than the voice of reason here. But uh, yeah, and and the Olympics a, a little bit of kind of 
I don't know. I feel like maybe a little bit they've lost their luster. Like to me, the moment that I realized it lost its luster a little bit was in Sochi. Russia had never won a speed skating medal, short track speed skating medal. They went and found a South Korean guy who had won gold medal. I think he won in Vancouver and Smart. in yeah. And they basically made him a Russian citizen. And he goes out and he wins a gold medal. Well, I don't mind that. That's it's, it's well. That's smart. I, I mean, it, it, the guy probably didn't even speak a lick of Russian. Who cares? <laughs> Win Olympic gold medal. If you do it legally, somewhat legally, that's that's fine. Well, is it uh, legal? You just make a guy a citizen? Well, uh, under the rules, if you don't break any rules, uh, USA Hockey Hall of Fame uh, inductions have been announced. The inductees were released for 2021. How about this, Paul Holmgren? Longtime National Hockey player and then coach and executive. Tough. Like, tough. Yeah, tough guy? Yeah. Do you know Paul Hongwin at all? No. Oh, no. yeah. Uh, think I think of him as a player with Philadelphia, uh, and as a but as a coach and manager with the Hartford Whalers. I know he's still got the long ties with Philadelphia, but uh, I think him with the Hartford Whalers. Uh, Peter McNabb. Okay. Former player, now broadcaster. Colorado Avalanche, good player. Love my chats with uh, Peter McNabb and Stan Fischler, hmm. the fish. I like that nickname. I don't think anybody calls him that. No, <laughs> they may call him Fish, but they don't call him the fish. The fish. Remember uh, Barney Miller, <laughs> the, the television show? Yeah, yeah they do. Fish, <laughs> the, 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 the weepy detective. That that show is sometimes it's on. Like I don't know if it's like TV land or whatever, but sometimes, and when it's on, I'll stop and watch it. It's, it's pretty good still. It's still, it's still, uh, I think some of the jokes are still pretty relevant. Some of them are stale, but I think for the most part, it's, it's, it's a good show. I don't think that there, now I wasn't a big, like longtime devotee of Barney Miller, but do you ever remember another location other than the squad room? No. Like, it was just, it was a one-set show. Yeah, that's, you know what, that's... that's there. You talked about Russia being brilliant, and, and that's, hey, if you're a one movie set studio show. or a television studio, it's great. Cut costs. Like, Three's Company, at least they, they went in the kitchen every now and then. Yeah, and once Jack in a while. get hit yeah. by the door. <laughs> well, and, it's like... Cheers had the back room. It's like Friends, right? Outside of maybe the coffee shop in the apartment, there really wasn't... No, Joey and Chandler. That's right, yeah. They had their... They're, they're pad. Yeah. But for what would be the closest thing to a one set show? Uh, you know, when I think about it, I, I don't really remember too much of um, good times. I don't recall them. Oh, good times. Leaving the apartment too often. Um, uh, I want to say Cosby show, but every once in a while they would venture out but it seemed like they were generally in the same few areas of of full yeah, house maybe another I one I can't think of another nothing like that nothing like Barney one Miller set show I joked about it yesterday the golden girls I I like the golden girls and even they would venture out of their their little place from time to time I remember You can't name the golden girls can you Uh let me think um Good. Just as long as you couldn't do it. The, the, the worst part I is, care, I, as I long could, as you had to stop. I and could pause. probably name the actresses more than I can name name the characters on the show. Hey, do you think Boston has a chance to win the Stanley Cup? Yes. Patrice Bergeron was asked today about his contract status. He's going into the final year of his deal. So he's not going to negotiate. Now he doesn't think it's it's right. He's going to play the season and then he's going to decide. 
that prompted a lot of speculation that he's done after this year. He's not. The reason why it's his call is he's going to walk away. He is 36, and he'll play his, his birthday's in July. So he'll play as a 36-year-old. Do you, do you think he's like he's going to play in the Olympic team? Yeah, he's, he's got one more he's crack so at it. Good. After after this, you got to think that there's a bit of a a reset going on with Boston. Do you think he he would possibly walk away? Well, I can't see him playing anywhere else. I don't think he's the kind of guy who's going to jump around. Right? He's got his cup. I I don't foresee him playing anywhere other. Than with the Bruins. And when I look at his contract, I, the first thing that jumps out to me is, wow, he is severely underpaid. He only makes six in it. I mean, I say only, but when you look around the league at some of the other contracts, he's only making $6.8 million a year. That seems like he's definitely done the team a lot of favors, and they've been able to keep a core group of guys together for, for a long time. I don't know if he's done. I I. I don't. Maybe he's going to take a wait and see approach, but maybe he'll do a one-year deal, two-year deal to, to end his career. But thirty-six isn't a spring chicken either. What's the lowest amount that you would play for? If I was Patrice Bergeron, yeah. and it was the Boston Bruins, mm-hmm. I'd play the lowest at thirty-six. Because you've already given them, you've already given them yeah. years of good deals. I, I want to win, so I would take a cut for them to bring in maybe someone else to help us win, and I can go out on top. But you still got to make your money, so I would probably think somewhere between four and a half and five. I don't think he's going to get more. He wouldn't get more than 6.8, but four and a half, five seems reasonable. Uh, David Backus officially retired today. We um, all knew it. He had the big yeah. the go-away game, but his last he... game in St. Louis, et cetera. But he signed a one day contract with the St. Louis Blues today and then retired. I think he scored a, if memory serves me correct, he scored a winning goal on in a shootout here at T-Mobile Arena. Oh, is that right? I believe so, yeah. Uh, so that's the deal with the St. Louis Blues. It doesn't mean anything. Like It's, it's not even a real contract. You can't sign and then, because then the, the, the money would count against the cap. So it's, it's very just uh, ceremonial that you sign these contracts and then retire as a member of their organization. Uh, I wonder how much of that is just because nobody talks about what's going on with Tarasenko. He's still... He's still he's still there. Still there. <laughs> I don't think anyone thought that was going to happen. That, 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 he, that would, he would still uh, be there. No. Yeah. I... I don't know whether they can find a spot for him. <laughs> I don't know how, how close are they to the cap either. Well, they just they, they need somebody to bury that money with. Yeah. And then somebody else to take, to take it on. And he hasn't played for a couple of years. So he's due $7.5 million for the next two years, um, which is as much as Ryan O'Reilly, their cap. He's actually their, their highest paid player. Highest paid player. Yeah. Him and O'Reilly, both seven yeah, and a half. And the goalie. Or is, uh, he's, he makes more there. than Binnington, yeah. too. Yeah. I don't if if they can't get somebody to take three million. I'm not taking on Vladimir Tarasenko. I don't want for, him. for more than four million dollars of my cap space. I would not want him at all, just because of the injury issues. You don't know, and and you don't know if there's commitment issues. Uh, they're 
projected to be one and a half million under the cap. So in theory, they could eat some of his salary if they move him. But how much is St. Louis going to eat on that? But he's a guy, and and I know Ryan likes him a lot, but I stay away from that guy. How much time do we have left here? Uh, About three minutes. Three minutes. When was the last time you saw a brawl? Like in person? Yeah. Like in, in in a... Sporting event. You ever uh, been to a baseball brawl or a basketball brawl? Or I was brawl? at I was at a boxing match here at the Thomas and Mac. It was Floyd Mayweather and Zab Judah, and there was a brawl in the ring, and that got pretty out of hand. And I think people who were in attendance kind of got a little nervous because they were afraid it was going to spill into the crowd a little bit. But uh, that's probably the only I've never been to a game where there's been a brawl in Major League Baseball. I've seen some scrums in, in football. I've never been to a hockey game where there's been a line brawl. So that's probably... you ever seen a line brawl in hockey? Not in person, no. Huh. I've seen them. I've watched them on YouTube. But... Well, every, we've yeah, seen every... Yeah. We can find anything on YouTube. But, but, like, physically in person, that's that's the that's the only one, I think. Uh, they're playing uh, this annual game between the FDNY and the NYPD. Uh, the Heroes game at Madison Square Garden between the uh, New York Police Department and the New York Fire Department. This is always a great game and has so many uh, incredible emotions attached to it uh, with 9-11 and now the 20-year a- anniversary. But they play it every year. Uh, I've been to one uh, at Madison Square Garden, and it's a great game. Like, the, the players involved in this, it's high tempo. It's, it's fantastic hockey. It's one of the best, if not the best, non-professional game or college game that you're going to see. And these guys have all played it at different levels. But I would, they just showed a highlight over the last number of years. And there's been some go-arounds in this. And in every city that I've, that I've lived or worked in, there's a real rivalry between the fire department and the police department in, in hockey. And sometimes it can get nasty. This one's no exception. There's been scraps in this game before. Now, I know both commissioners or, or leaders of their departments have told the guys like don't get out of hand but this it doesn't get any more intense yeah every year than between these two teams and the fire department and the police department going at it on the floor of madison square garden the game's on espn too yeah we're watching here in the studio and and the first thing that jumped out at me because i've never watched it before but the first thing that's jumped out at me is how high of a level these guys are able to play at these these are good players like they're not just scrubs off the street. These guys are are legit. And there's been some big hits. Like there was an open ice hit where you're like, that's that's a hit that you would see in the NHL. And it wasn't like a goon play. Like it was it was a clean hit. But yeah, that oh, and we just got a goal by the fire department. Tie oh, game. Good, good, good. Uh there's a, a snowing of the goalie in it, a couple of pushing and shovings, uh incidents. So uh, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. Goon. When was the last time you used the word goon? Oh, I love that word, goon. Like, to me, and it's such a hockey word. Like, you don't talk about guys in the NBA. That guy's a goon. Goon. Yeah. Like, like you use it in, in, in hockey. It's just a great word. I, I love that word, goon. Yeah, if you walked down the street and called somebody a goon. Well, they'd probably they, punch would, me in the mouth. Would they know what you're talking about? I think about? so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Because that, it, it, it kind of has this... this uh, well, you got no talent. Like, caveman, no talent. You're kind of a Neanderthal. Yeah, goon. Yeah. yeah. You're a goon. <laughs> I love it. No, I mean, you're a goon. I know. I know. <laughs> Those are your one-timers oh, for this. Uh, what is it? Uh, Thursday, uh, September uh, on uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 
We're back to the Findlay Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here's Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. I'm not sure why we're going to even have a catching up with Chapman segment today because he's talked the whole show. Uh, Ryan Wallace away, hopefully back uh, tomorrow on the BGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Millard and Chapman at the controls today, uh, catching up with Chapman in a second. But we just talked about the intensity in that hockey game between the FDNY and New York uh, Police Department and said that there's been fights and stuff in the past. They almost had a brawl at the end of the first period. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Fantastic. Listen to you. Yeah. Violence. That's yeah. great. They're tearing <laughs> each other's throats out. Do you, do you now is it wrong to root for one team over the other in, in a game like this if you have no like attachment to the police or the fire department? No, I think growing up you either wanted to be a fireman or a policeman. Yeah. Didn't you? So, yeah, you, I think you, so. you you've got your kind of loyalties that way. Yeah, we used to get the fire department and they used to come to our school and and actually now a, a friend of mine his father was was the captain of the local fire department, so we would actually go to the fire station, and it was kind of cool And back in the 80s when there were no rules or regulations. They would let us go down the, the, the pole, which was always... Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Which was, but they have like a they had like a big like pad at the bottom. So ah, you weren't like landing lame. on concrete, but any kid who wanted to do it, and of course, you know, you, you, you take 30, third and fourth graders and go ahead, have at it, and we would, we would do it. We Are would, you of the age when you were in... in- School in gym class, you got to climb the rope no. in, in in the gym, and they'd have that that two and a half inch hard foam as the only thing between you and the <laughs> floor. No, no, we didn't do that. But I was the generation that we didn't wear bike helmets. That wasn't a thing. So I don't know if that's good or bad. But but growing... there's guys in this uh, heroes game. Yeah, they're not wearing visors or masks. What is you have to wear crazy? a visor in the National League? Yeah, yeah, and, and they're not wearing visors in this. Now everybody's got a bucket on. Yeah, well, good thing for we, that. We, which is good. These are important uh, guys. We've got to protect them a little it's bit. one one yeah. fire department and police department. Okay, if you're going to cheer for a team, who are you cheering for? I, I always was partial to the fire department, although I have multiple police officers in my family, but I, I, I'll root for the fire department in this one. Backdrafted a lot for cheering yeah, for the fire yeah, department. Yeah, back, that was a good movie. I think I, think I saw it's like the 20 or maybe it's the 30th anniversary of that movie this year. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Pretty wild. That makes me feel even <laughs> one older. One of the one of the Baldwin brothers was in that, right? I can't remember yeah. which one. Was it Billy? Maybe Billy. Yeah, yeah Billy. Uh, what do you got for catching up with Chapman? Ah, uh, well, um, remiss if I did not. I, I actually mentioned earlier, un, unrelated, that my brother passed away. Well, fifteen years ago today was uh, the day my brother passed away. I miss him every day, and uh, just want to say that I love him and I miss. Was him. he your older brother or younger? Brother? Younger brother. He was four years younger than me. And I will add that uh, it was a drunk driving accident. So please, 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 do not drive drunk. Uh, what was his name? Michael. Michael. Yep. Were Mike. you guys close growing up, or uh, were you like the brothers that battled? No, we. Oh, we used to brawl. We speak. I mean, there's a brawl in this game. Yeah, that that was us. We used to uh, throw down all the time, and he was the better athlete than me, and uh, he he got better grades than me, so he always had the edge in terms of like bragging rights. But mm-hmm. I used to kick the crap out of him. So. I wish I was nicer to my brothers when I was growing up. Yeah. How many do you Instead have? Of, I have two, but uh, okay. I have a twin that. That obviously you're doing everything with, yeah. And we we battled hard, hard, and and now we're pretty close. But yeah, I just I wish my kids get along so well <laughs> compared to what me and my brothers did. It must be a boy thing. Yeah, my son's an only child, so he doesn't he doesn't have any rivalry. Fights with you. Yeah, well he does, and now he's bigger than me, so he 
and he takes jujitsu. So I'm learning not to mess with him anymore. Mm. Can you teach me any moves for uh, next week's Wallace? battle with uh, oh. with Wallace? Wallace? From Lawless to Wallace. Yeah, That's what does, we got to call it. How does that happen? How do we get talked into that? You're not going to tell him that I'm going to kick him right in the prompt, right? No, never. Right in no. the homestead? No, I'm staying out of it. <laughs> I don't want I don't want my strategy to yeah, get... Uh, I'll, I'll stay out of it. Uh, thanks to Gary Lawless for stopping by. And thanks to Sam and Ash for setting you up for success. Yeah, yeah. We'll thanks, get that uh, $700,000 back that you got uh, conned out of. I like how it keeps growing. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to do that. And thanks to you for listening. Fox Sports Las Vegas and the BGK Insider Show.